Hi, everybody. Yogi Moria here, Rupee Ball Show. I just got done taping with Gormangi Singh, ex-India International. Gormangi uh, had, had a great, great career, as many of you may know. And I think this episode is really, really great for uh, all the young, aspiring Indian footballers out there. He's got a great message. And what I love most about Mungi is how humble he is. You know, he's won everything there is to win. He's captained this country, capped 71 times, won the I-League, won the ISL, and uh, sustained a long, long career. And you just, what comes across uh, is that humility. And I think it's a, a, a great value that uh, uh, he has. And his, his tips, his messages, his advice, the telling of his story should be nothing less than uh, informational, and aspirational for all young players out there. So uh, I know it's a great show and that you're going to enjoy it. Thank you, thank you, thank you again for tuning in. And uh, God bless everyone. Have a great week. Cheers. Hi, this is the Rupee Bowl Show, and I am your host, Yogi Moria. Thank you for joining us today as we welcome former player, well-known to many of you in India, Gaur Mungi Singh, ex-India captain, I-League winner, ISL winner, current assistant coach at FC Bangalore United, who will be making their debut in the second division. He is also the investor and promoter of Kago Sports, a football and wellness academy in Infall, Manipur. Mungi has played for Mohan Bagan, Mahindra United, Sporting De Goa, Churchill Brothers, Prayag United, Rangdijad United, Chennai NFC, Bharat FC, Pune City, and Niroka. He has capped for India 71 times, scored six goals. I saw one live against UAE. I think that was a World Cup qualifier. I think it was played on the ocean. We should have called that pitch the ocean. Um, and Mungi, uh, sorry, I digressed. Mungi, you know, he's not the most important captain in his life. He is married to the lovely Pushpanjali, an Air India pilot who flies big jets all over the world. Far more important job than we have. Mungi, thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you so much, Yogi. Yeah, it's my, it's been, uh, it's my pleasure, like, to be here on the show. Well, firstly, I want to wish you a happy birthday in advance. I know your birthday is coming up in a few days. Yeah, thank you so much for that as well. Okay. And, um, you know, before we start, you know, tell me about living in Bangalore. You know, Bangalore is obviously a, a favorite city of, especially, you know, it used to be the, the retired people of India used to go there. And then it became the youth city because everybody loves the weather and the culture. Tell me about living there. Uh, yeah, I think uh, since you have mentioned the number of clubs, I, I'm just trying to to be honest. Like when you mentioned about the clubs that I had played in my last 15, 16 years of professional career, uh, I never had the chance to play for a for a Bangalore club, and right. maybe uh, that's yeah, that's bound to happen where I'm done with playing and my first job as a as a coach, uh, I ended up here in Bangalore and. To be honest, I'm loving it. The weather, the people. Uh, yes, the traffic is big. big it's, a, it's a bit constant, but I think that's not just in Bangalore, but that's everywhere. Uh, right. But other than that, I'm I'm loving it here. Uh, and uh, yeah, 
like again, just, just loving the city. Fantastic. Fantastic. Um, now, you know, you mentioned something, and it's a good segue. You talked about how you're done playing. Mm. I personally think you could still play. Tell us about... I do believe as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Tell us about <laughs> the transition, uh, you know, to coaching and, and uh, you know, looking more uh, at football as uh, an investor. Talk us, uh, talk us through that. That can be hard for a lot of players. Yeah, I, uh, well, I think it's going to be tough for me to just put in a few words, like uh, my transition from, from being a player or to, to a football coach. Uh, if I try to look back, then it's, uh, it's more, I think I would say it's a, it's a tr natural transition, uh, progression from, from a, someone from an individual who had, who had spent like last 20 years since my academy. Uh, days in in Jamshedpur with Tata Football Academy, uh, playing for 17, 18 years, uh, and so I think it's a natural progression because I I live through this uh, life as a football player, doing everything uh, in the last 17 years, 18 years, all revolved around football, and I think football is the only thing that I know to do. I suppose I don't know, I don't know any other thing to do. So it was very easy to get attracted uh, to, to football uh, that after playing, after done playing. Uh, so jump into when I got this opportunity to be, to be a coach. And uh, so I think fair amount of uh, credit I would love to share or, you know, give like why, how I ended up being uh, like, ended up being like becoming a foot, uh, foot becoming a coach. To to Sabio Sir, who is the uh, head of uh, coaching department uh, in, in in the AFF, I still remember because he was he was with us like as part of the technical staff like with the national team when I was when I was there. Uh, I remember like many years back. This was I think uh, it was in in Portugal. We were just done with the team lunch and we were just walking back uh, to the hotel and. Uh, yeah, he just mentioned that, you know, time flies as a football player, but you need to start thinking about, like, what you do after, after football uh, and what you do after done playing football. So he said, like, if you, you, should, if you think that you can, I think, uh, you should consider, like, you know, if you just try, like, you know, when you are, whenever you are home, like, in the, in the, during the off-seasons, uh, just involved with the kids and just see that do you have that interest, like, to be around with the boys. I think that's when I still remember, like seven, eight, nine years back, I used to always go back during off-season, staying, spending some time with the kids, and to see that do I really have the patience or the interest to be to be around with the boys, and that's what I felt that maybe why not I should try and I, I like I love it I love it being around with the boys, uh, so that's when even he encouraged me before you're done playing if you can just uh, get them with the so-called you know uh, the required licenses. Uh, so I started doing my D license, D license, like while well, I was about to done uh, at, the, at the towards the end of my career, and uh, so yeah, I said again, fair amount of uh, credit. I would love to give him at least, at least in my initial years, encouraging me to 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 take up the uh, this this part of coaching, uh, that's, football uh, coaching. That's fantastic. You know, uh, it's amazing how a coach even in these, these casual conversations can have such an impact on players. Yeah. Um, yeah. So now 
you mentioned, you know, 17 years. Now we've, yeah. you know, we've shared a lot of cups of coffee together over the last year. And you told me about your first year at Monbagan. You know, you had been at the TFA. Yeah. Talk to, tell, tell our audience about, you know, especially there's a lot of players who listen in who are young. Talk us yeah. through that first year and what you learned from it. Uh, yeah, many years. Uh, this was a long time. I mean, now since you're trying asking me, like, you know, rather asking me to, to go back to 2004, <laughs> that's pretty, uh, what, 16 years now? Yeah, pretty long back. So I passed out from Tata Football Academy in the year 2004, April, if I'm not wrong. Uh, so before you passed out, uh, there were like a couple of clubs asking, like through the through the academy or even through, like, you know, directly uh, to the player that, uh, you know, would you be interested, like, to join us? So there were, like, a couple of options that I had. This was, like, a few months before uh, the, the convocation. And uh, I, honestly speaking, I didn't have, like, anyone to really go off to and seek for an advice, like, which club to join or, you know, where to go. Uh, right. Yeah, those those were like a different time. And uh I should remember like before the convocation, I have to travel to Islamabad for the South Games, if I'm not wrong. This was like a few months before the convocation. And the head coach was uh the coach Alok Mukherjee. Uh, he was like involved and he was the head coach of Mohan Bagan. Uh, so remember that. And uh, yes, since I was traveling with the team and we had a very good like repo, uh, like you know, I was actively involved with the all like, uh, the team. So he was like, okay, uh, you know, would love to see you, you know, joining on the country without involved. And uh, yeah, it was more or less easy to just say yes, okay, the coach uh, who I'm going involved with the national team, like he wants me to see grow like under him uh, in Bohan Bagan. And uh, yeah, so I just signed like for Mohanberg. And this was not, not like contract, contract, but like a, you, are, you, are, you are like getting into a pre-contract, like because you cannot sign because still in the, in the academy. So I just had this one paper of uh, some pre-contract thing that I signed. I'm, just, I'm trying to look back. I don't know what pre-contract like <laughs> on those days, but now I'm just trying Did you to, read it? So, Did you read it before you uh, signed it? Not, uh, no, no, I didn't read it. <laughs> I tried to read it. <laughs> so I tried to read it. So I signed it. And uh, yeah, then we went to uh, we went to Islamabad and our uh, the sub games back home. And now here I am. I'm the Mohan Bagan, uh, one of the young players that they, they, they signed from. Like, I think we are like four or five of us that joined Mohan Bagan. And uh, before I joined, fortunately or unfortunately, uh, Coach, the manager, because he was sick before I joined. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, so I had to, you know, just walk into the club, completely new setup, like, and, uh, you know, fairly from an academy young kid uh, who have really no clue about anything about a senior football, senior dressing room, walking into a new environment, new senior players, new coaches, new technical teams. Uh, it was a bit hard on me. Uh, how I going to deal with that? But honestly, if 
if I again look back, this was again maybe a month before where I got my first opportunity to travel with the senior team. This was Indian national team. Uh, then the coach was um, Stephen Constantine. But then the manager, he was there and he was the one who like, you know, get me the first opportunity to travel, like with the senior team, invited me to be part of the, uh, the preparation. This was, right. I think, uh, yeah, qualifying, World Cup qualifying. The team was traveling to, uh, traveling to Tokyo uh, uh, to play against Japan. And uh, we were, so a lot of things happening, like, you know, in my, uh, that, short duration like so many things happening with football like you know traveling with the under 23 traveling to senior team and in the next few months you will be passing off from the academy now you're going to be part of a senior team but you have no clue like you know what's waiting for you uh so meanwhile i remember uh the coach got sacked and uh i don't know who the coach is going to be so i have this feeling that as a young kid like you know very uh uh like you know you don't know, like, you know, so many things going on ahead, uh, whether it's the right thing for me to really go to, because you don't know anyone there. Uh, so I, 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 I just try to speak to, uh, seek for his advice to, like, the national team manager, Stephen, I asked him to, to constantly ask him that, so is there any way that for me to, you know, not that because I don't love or I don't like Mohan Bagan, it's a huge, with the tradition, with the history, uh, right. just that I felt, yeah, I felt whether for me, you know, uh, after I signed, I just started to, uh, look, people try to get in touch with me, like, you know, maybe it's not the right place for you to go to Kolkata to start a career for some 18, 19 years old boy. Uh, so I was constantly, like, you know, but maybe he was right, like, you know, they're fighting you sort of, uh, you know, just seek my uh, advice, like, you know, okay, whether I should I join? And it was wrong for my end, to be honest. But yes, I went up to him seeking for his uh, some advice. And what did and he say? What did he say? He said that, yes, he said, yep, Mohan Magan is a great club, maybe for you as a young boy, like, you know, uh, being in through the youth setup, doing pretty okay, like for yourself as a young boy, to jump into those big name clubs might be not the ideal thing. So I said, okay, now I don't know about this contract and everything. So I said, like, is it any way for me to get out? So I tried to get in touch with, uh, like, to supposedly to the secretary then uh, in the All India Football Federation. So I said, like, the pre contract that I got in there uh, with the Mohan Bagan is there any way for me to get out? Get out in a sense because. Uh, but can I join some other club? So that's when I decided that can uh, to join Dempo because of the pre-contract. If the image so at this technicality, I still don't understand it. But I signed it like some months back, which is not valid because I have not uh, got into a contract. Right. Uh, How did they so react was, was a, when you said you wanted to get out of the pre-contract? How did they react? They didn't like it. Of course, they, of course, they right. didn't like it because I yeah they didn't like it. The Mohan Bagan didn't like it. So. Uh, yeah, but I said like, I'm going against their decision, against their will that I I join Dempo now. It's a pre-contract. Technically, it doesn't you know uh, say much. So I joined them. They didn't like it. So it all just happened that uh, it went on to the AFL technical committee, uh, and uh, you know I was I think as a very immature like you know uh, 
how were you that's interesting how were you immature what 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 would you say looking back uh looking back uh because again uh mobile phone was just arrived if i'm not wrong yes early days there are like you know yeah early days with the mobile phone and you know that was to be honest no one like because even my family dad mom uh, they were like just just be sharp son like you know just do whatever you think is right for you but they also completely helpless to really guide me, help me because right. they are not, they are not, yeah. So I don't know who really to go. And like I said, when today it's much easier to text messages and seek for an advice to whoever you think might help you. Yeah. But those days it wasn't there. So I have almost no information in, about anything. So I just went with my instinct, whatever comes my way. So. And finally, what happened? That, right. You, you uh, would eventually get out of it. How did they, how did you finally get out of it? So I I joined Dempo, which right. was again maybe it was wrong from my end. I I I accept that I accept that it was wrong from my end. Uh, but uh, then Mohammed Gandhi like it. it. Everything went like, a little bit messed up. Uh, the AFF took off the case, like you know they sent it to the whatever the players disciplinary committee. Yes, they said the boy was the boy was wrong like, to sign like you know uh, against the clubs Mohan will but eventually we need to considering that he's just like you know first as a pro contract for him going to sign for Dempo uh, so they sort of uh, like you know I think some minimal fees some some penalty for me but they don't want because they don't want me to even before I start playing in the, in the in the club they don't want they don't want to ruin my career so they said, like, right. wherever the boy believed that it would be the best for him to develop himself, let him go. So that was, I think, I forgot, I, I don't remember the technical, whatever the unwritten, whatever it was, but that was what I've been conveyed from the people that, you know, who I was you know, so talking to. So ultimately, it works out in the sense, yeah. what, what did you learn from that experience? I, first thing, Make sure that anyone in today's uh, 2020, today, 2020, make sure that before you get into any contract, it's, you, it's your right if any clubs or any coaches approach you to join a club or to go through the contract. If you yes. don't understand it, please, you have every right to ask the club or the officer, whoever is contract, contacting you, go through your lawyer, go to your sim senior, Whoever, like, you know, take to your home, take your brother, whoever, like, you think that can help you. Talk to them, get it clear what's written on the contract. I think that's the best way before you get into a contract. Absolutely. And, uh, and you'd be surprised 20, you know, 16 years later, how many players yeah. today, not only do they not read the contract except for the salary section, they don't even ask anyone to help them and, and, and look at it, to, to look at it and advise them. So it still goes on today. It's very important. Um, now, I'm going to skip a little bit to the Churchill brothers, period, because yeah. you guys won and you really matured and emerged as a player. Yeah. You know, why was it that you guys were so successful at Churchill? What was it about that group? The team that we had uh, for that period for five to six years, we are all probably in our early 20s or mid-20s. And 
the group were like a unit, a very close, neat group of, or rather bunch of boys who are, are looking to establish themselves. I think we, most of us, like maybe, like I said, I, I struggled, like, you know, I, I struggled right. for a few years. Yeah. To, were some to of the, tell, tell our audience about some of the other players on that team. There's some big time, big time players in that group. Yeah, I mean, I joined Churchill Brothers in the year 2007, and I, I, I played with Robert on the left fullback. Yep. I mean, I'm talking about the more or less the starting, like, you know, I so remember like a few years we played together. So Robert on the left back, right back Nauba, me and Robinson or either Gobin Singh, we are like the yep. center. So four center uh, for defenders, then we have goalkeeper, either it was Arindam, Binay, Lalitapa. We have midfield Citra, Kalu, uh, who else is with the right? Washroom, Paite, uh, like Odafa, Felix. Fantastic, and, fantastic yeah, squad. Many more. Fantastic squad. And we are like so close with each other. Like we try, we spend a lot of time together, not just on the pitch, but even off the pitch. Uh, we were looking after ourselves like you know we are we are really there and uh, like 2007 the first season we were together we we ended up league on the equal points but Dempo won the league but on the goal difference four goals Dempo scored more yeah. than us so it was a bit of disappointment and right. uh, to really think that oh we lost it we lost the league with the four goals that was not good and you were That's pissed off. You what? told me you were pissed off. We were, we were pissed off. I was like, okay, we worked hard. It was on the last day, if I'm not wrong. We were playing home against, I forgot the team, but the Empire were playing away. So the, the match was happening at the same time. And we just found out that the Empire also won. We also won, but because of the goal difference, the Empire won the league. I was like, right. Okay. It's disappointment. Like, you know, it was, it was pissed off. Like, and, but we went on. But the best part, I mean, just to highlight that, then again, move on to the two, uh, season 2008 to sustain that sort of uh, competitiveness within the team that the drive, like, you know, still to fight for the title right. in the next season. I think that was, uh, if I look back today, I mean, I, I don't know how we managed that. You had a very disappointing, like, the league uh, because of the goal difference. And now to sustain that drive, that ambition, like you know, still want to do well. It wasn't easy when I look back, but we somehow managed, and we won the league in the year two thousand eight or nine, if I'm not wrong. Yep. So, so I think yeah, those are the. Those what are the, was it like? You know, it sounds like you know the players you mentioned. You guys are kind of holding each other accountable. Can you recall any instances yep. that happened where it was the players had to kind of manage the dressing room? Uh, like Churchill, if I look back, there were a lot of uh, incidences where uh, maybe some of the things were not going like our way or how we want to. But like I said, I don't know what what really tickled trickled uh, trickle down that somehow we managed to come together, uh, right. even like. The, the year that we won uh, the league, we had the precedent with the 
with a with a different set of technical staffs. And uh, before the league start, the 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 coach I still remember it was uh, it was a coach from Nigeria, uh, Yuzu. Yeah, so he was sick in the in the three or four months uh, to his contract, and before the league start, then we got a new coach coming in just before the league start. So it was not so easy for all of us to adapt to the you know new systems or the new setup that the the new coach is trying to bring in. So I think somehow we like even if it was an easy situation for the coach as well. But I think as a group, as a team, we somehow managed to find that working environment, like, you know, a healthy environment where the coach is trying his best. But eventually, if we as a group don't respond to what he wants, it's not going to work. So at times when if the, we don't like what the coach is trying to do, it maybe fine, cool, no problem. Now, eventually, we have to do as a group because we are a good team. We right. are like really a good team. That's what we believe in, you know, to all, to, to you know, to of. I mean, so we just wanted to do well and we don't care about what's happening. We just find a way, just find a way to win. Right. And we won a lot of matches. And uh, what was it like in practice, in training? Uh, the training, the training at times, like, you know, maybe the, like we even because I still remember the coaching staff that we had the manager, like, you know, a good friend of mine, Denji. Yeah. Yeah. We, we have the coach, jo I mean, this was, I'm talking about the phase in the, in the, in the I-League. So we have coach Joran, like a lovely person, you know, but sometimes we feel that, oh, we want more from him. Maybe if he's not there to try to deliver what exactly that we want, but maybe again, we don't want that conflict again. So what happened at times was we just need to take the responsibility as a senior player or as a, you know, we all, like you know, most of us there in the group say, like, you know, we just speak, get up to the coach, coach is not working, like, can we just do this way or the other right. way? So we, we just try to form that. Some, and he listened, he listened. He, he listened, he listened. Amazing person. Like, you know, maybe sometimes, at times I said again, that we try to bring in something, maybe we don't like it or it's not working right. for us. So right. maybe if I look back then, if he was a different person or different personality, who is, he will say like, okay, if do my way or highway, highway. right? Yeah, right. Probably but he he listened won. and he understood. He had a veteran. Uh, he had a veteran group who 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 kind of felt confident and, and comfortable with their ideas. So yeah, yeah. So and it's not a thing about right and wrong. What we right. felt as a group, it was a close knit group who lost a league with the four goals the previous year. So now this season we are like. We're like more with more experience. We we want to really fight for the for the for the league and the the courts just hardly had any time. Uh, so like I said again, if he was a different person, like you know, who don't want to listen, who not even ready to listen to what the boys want, uh, probably things would have been different story today. But I think he was really cooperative. He was ready to listen to us open, you know, with this. So um, like open now, Monk, you've played under a lot of coaches so i'm gonna i'm gonna name a coach i want you to tell me what comes to your mind okay yeah bob Houghton. great personality great coach uh i played my uh 
major part of my national team career I played under him. And uh, I think he 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 was he was an amazing uh, personality. When I said amazing personality, because there was not much interaction with him other than on the pitch. Uh, right. Because of course we spend major part of our season with the club football. We only right. go back to the national team for the for the friendlies or the for the tournaments. But uh, he doesn't talk much. But that personality he he carried himself all those years. He, like we say in football, that not necessary that even in the dressing room we have twenty five different minds to keep them together. It's going to be very hard. But uh, yes. Out of 25, if you can keep it like 20 of them happy and there'll be always someone, a few of them will be, you know, just always looking for an excuses. So he managed to pull all of us together as one, right. fighting for one, like, you know, cause. And uh, we, we reciprocated, like, you know, to, to, his, to his thought process, to his ideas, to his systems. I think we all, most of us, like, in all those five to six years that when, when he was here with the national team, we all adopted to his system we we, we respect him a lot uh, and uh, even though there was not much uh, interaction on the personal level i think that it's that was not just with us as a junior uh, but even i remember like you know captain like someone who's a legend like yeah even in his even his generations like when he was there and most of his like even a senior place the, the board used to keep distance and uh, we all like him you know, somehow I think uh, everything was okay on the pitch. Like, so I don't know how he managed it. The man management, like the skill that he have, I don't know how right. he managed to do that. So, and, so it, was, um, it, was, it was great. Savio always mentioned, Bob, no matter what the opposition did, uh, kept everything one four four two. 4 What do you see as the advantage of that as, uh, as one of his key players? Do you see that as an advantage that Bob kept things consistent? Uh, now I'm, 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 I'm learning as well. Like you know, the other side of the, uh, yeah, the other side of the job. I'm right. done playing, so I'm just, I'm just trying to understand as much as I can. Every day I'm getting out to the beat and trying to learn about the scouting thing. And uh, like since you mentioned about the ball, like you know, we just play the four four two, very typical four four two. We don't care like you know what the opponents come, uh, with what formation, whether it's a three five two, whether it's a four three three, whether it's a diamond, no diamond, any form of formation. Uh, we just stick to our four four two, and uh, what made him do that? That is something that I think I would love to meet him, uh, <laughs> you know, someday and uh, uh, listen to him. But it works for us. It works yeah, for us. It worked. It works. It worked for I, us. I think maybe not yeah. getting so much time with all the players to have one idea yeah. that they know is consistent yeah. can actually simplify a lot of things. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, okay, so, another name for you, Veeam Coverman. Uh, great, great, another great person. Uh, this I, we, when I first met him, like he also come with this reputation of uh, of a former player, like you know, done pretty well for for his country and. Uh, again, like you know, uh, proven himself. With the youth, uh, had the experience of some senior uh, managing senior teams. Got in India, and we all first met, and uh, he was completely uh, very different from what 
what Bob used to be. And he comes with his different style, a different system. We started to playing out more from the back. We wanted to have this uh, style of play, like to keep more, you know, position. And uh, whenever there's a right time to, you know, move forward, like looking for the forward passes. So the different the system was very different on the field, uh, completely uh, very different. Uh, then, uh, even the first year, the first it was Nehru Cup, if I'm not wrong. Uh, the first tournament that he had uh, uh, when when he first uh, when he joined, uh, and we we did well. I mean, we did well. We we uh, we won the Nehru Cup. We beat two one. Even I remember I scored. I mean, not just mention it, but I, I scored the I scored the first goal. And yeah, I scored the yep. equalizer. Yeah, yeah, uh, and uh, yeah, we had a we had a pretty like you know it was different. But I said again, the system was very different, uh, style was different, and uh, we somehow managed to I guess to like you know adapt to everyone's trying to adapt to what he wants. Did you feel and, you uh, were learning? Think, you were learning something new. Yes, uh, yes, we are learning something new. For me, if you ask me personally, then uh, like. Even today, whatever we talk about the terms in coaching today, uh, I don't think it's new. It's just that we highlighted that one line or the word. Right. Say we talk about transition to defense or the you know the positive and negative transition in coaching that right. we talk today. It's not anything new that's happening in on the in the game today. It is there, I think, for the last hundred years. Of course. But we yeah. You've given but it a terminology mean, so that it's easy to, to teach. Yeah. Pick it out. Yeah, a terminology today. The four moments of the game we talk about today, like everything is based on the four moments of the games about attacking, defending, transition to defense, transition to attack. So right. uh, I got to I got to hear these transitions like terminologies. Uh, under, under him, uh, like you know, so I still remember during the Bob, we were like really focused on the second ball. So everything is all about the second ball, uh, right? During the Bob, and it works for us four for two, very like you know, simple and but simple in a sense, like uh, everyone, everyone, every, every, it was very clear for all of us, each one of us on the pitch about their roles, about the duties, about the taking up the responsibility, taking up the ownership. So we were like very clear. So maybe that makes also in some way, I also, I also do think that maybe that, you know, makes for Bob to just say, okay, we stick to this 442, this works well, the boys understand it, like keep it as simple as possible. And any system that comes against us, we'll just stick to what we know to do the best. We stick to that and we try to tackle that and it works for, for, for him. Uh, so right. coming back to, uh, coming back to like, Government, like when Bim was there, so he brought in this uh, again the transitions, and we were really focused on the these transitions because the moment you you win the ball, even in the in any the thirds, like whether it's a defensive midfield third, so how so what you do with the ball once you once you win the ball, and or once you lose the ball, what you do the transition those those were like the I mean if I have to really uh, define about these two coaches, and I think those were the two time roses where we used to. We used to think a lot. We used to, everything was really focused on that. And um, let me ask you a question. Tell me, yeah. the, t tell me about an Indian coach who's had the biggest impact on you as a player. 
as a player, Indian coaches. Um, um, I, because I'm trying to remember, because most of the coaches I played even at the club levels are all foreign. Yeah, but foreign, maybe when you were coaches. youth, in your youth. Yeah, maybe. when. I, of course, I mean, I have to give, uh, you know, whatever it was, all those you, uh, we had during my days in the academy, the four years at I spent right. training twice in a day, like morning and evening, uh, you know, Ranjan Chaudhary and uh, like, you know, let uh, Vijay Kumar, I mean, yep. they are the one uh, right, you know, pushing us every day, like, you know, at least a little you know, for all of us young boys to, to at least understand the hard work. Maybe we haven't spoken much about the tactical, you know, the fundamentals. Uh, yes, we have a bit, we've spoken about it, fundamental, but not to the deep, maybe because we are like too young to, to really sure. understand it at point sure. of time. When I look back, maybe I wish that, oh, I would have learned those, what I got to learn at the age of 27, 28. If I tell if I if I go to London when I was like 15, 16, probably it would have helped me. But I don't know again the the age again whether it was the right age for anyone to learn that going too much of uh, deep details about the technical fundamentals. Right. Yes, technical technical. Yes, we were right right there, like you know, pushing every day and night, like you know, every every day. To to and, them were um, always there for us. Tell me, uh, tell us about. Uh, a player you really enjoyed playing with. I'll let you played with a lot. I'll give you two. Give me two players you really enjoyed playing with and why. Um, uh, uh, uh. One player. Uh, okay. I'll pick it up. Not because of his, uh, he's, uh, he's my team. He was, he was my teammate or, he is the captain of the country today. Uh, Sunil, for example. Yeah. We, I think we have seen each other grow. Uh, yeah, from I mean, long time. I mean, it's long time. Uh, we first got to travel together, if I'm wrong. This was, again, back to 2003. He joined Mohan Bagan as a, as a young right. boy again. Yep. And I was just about to pass off from academy. So... Uh, he came from Mohammedan to join the team, and we all traveled to Islamabad for the sub games. Uh, if I have to see the transition um, that he had, or rather, uh, you know, how he has transformed himself, and during our time with the senior uh, national, he's smart, he's intelligent, and you know, uh, he he's a he know uh, you know what to do and what not to do at the right time, at the right place, because. If if I look back, even I, even me as a player, I also my my strength. I would think I think I, I try to read the game and I try to understand the game. I, would, I I try to be aware of what's happening around me. I mean, on the pitch, I'm talking about. So it's exactly what. I, to be honest, even Sunil today, if you see him, uh, even at the highest level today, uh, that is what he is all about. Like you know, at the right time, at the right place. You know, if he has to make two touches, just two touches. He he will not make three touches. It's not necessary. Like you know, so. He used to be like that, but he changed himself, he transformed himself. So it's more about we try to connect, we try to play the game, uh, what the law of the game says. We, because maybe even me, uh, if I look back, then I, there are so many things. I have my restrictions, I have my shortcomings, 
I don't know. There's so many things which I know I cannot do this. I, I try not to do it. And I, I never think of doing that. Because I have things which I can do it. I just stick to that. So, right. so I, I, I want people, like the players who, who think, like, you know, so when they, when, you know, so I can see, like, when we used to play also, like, even Sunil, like, you know, so, like, there's a lot of, uh, you know, we think, we think, like, you know, we, we want to understand what, we want to be aware of what's happening. So, right. So that's fun. I mean, like, you know, so when you have those players and who have, who have, who have achieved, like, so much in his career, like, even today, like, he's only the one probably from our generations, like, and still going strong and, you know, I mean, I mean, I say, like, continue, you know, continue Give me doing, one like, more. what you've been doing the best. Give me one more. One more player. Uh, uh, mm. uh, there's so many players, man. I know. I'm making it hard on you. Pick one. Yeah. <laughs> Just pick one. Uh, okay. This, this guy, I'm pretty sure that um, you... I don't think you, you must have heard of him, but uh, he, I spent four years with him in the academy. He played for even in Churchill, I said the Chitrashen, who is uh, with someone who I've grown up with, played at the youth levels in the nationals and uh, together. Uh, he had this, some injuries uh, with that, you know, stopped him from continuing his uh, playing career, uh, you know, pretty early. Uh, but he played for Churchill. We won together league. Um, one of the midfield, I mean, I wish that uh, he somehow managed to continue playing, but he, he couldn't. Amazing guy. Uh, makes things so easy. Uh, because what the reason why I'm Chitra Sen Singh. Oh, yeah, Chitra Sen Singh, of course. Yeah, Chitra Sen Singh. Uh, we come from, like, you know, we're, yep. we're from the same uh, village. And excellent the reason player. why I'm picking, yeah, excellent player, like, you know, mid, play midfield, makes things so easy in the midfield. Like, and uh, the reason why I'm picking it up is because I started up as a defensive midfield when I was in the academy, you know, if right. I, yeah. So for me, the job was like, okay, I'm like one of those, technically I'm not the best. So I just have to win the ball and I just look for this guy. And yeah. when, even in the, yeah, or even in the national team and the 18 and the 20, Rokas Lamre from Silong, those two guys used to play with me. So when Constantine was there, we used to play three, five, two. This was in the youth days. Right. And, uh, I used to play as a defensive midfield. <laughs> for the, my only job is try to win the ball, run and out like a dog, like you know, on the pitch. And the, once, the, once I have the ball, I don't know what to do. I only look for these two boys. Very clever player. Very good. Very good passer of the ball. Very clever. Very technical. Good player. Yeah, very good player. Um, okay. Now, you know, you played in both the I-League and the ISL. You won a title. Chennaiyan, um, you know, you went back to the I League eventually. You played with Bharat FC, uh, then Naroka. You finished second uh, by three points, almost won the title again. You're a serial winner. Uh, I know you wanted to kind of talk about the current Indian football scenario. So, wh what are your thoughts? Uh, we've got this, about yeah, we've got this roadmap. So. That's yeah, we got this. We got this roadmap now, and I, yeah, we got this roadmap now, and I hope uh, there's always a pros and cons in every distance one met. So if you see about the roadmap, right. and I hope uh, it is the best way. So be a little optimistic now that you know uh, this worked the best for the country. Uh, that's what I would like to believe now. Uh, 
because if you talk about the transition that being part of the I League for many years, then again also for the first few seasons with the ISL, I was part of it. So again, not denying the fact that what I League had contributed like in Indian football, but at the same time, again, what I have I ISL has brought in in the last few years in terms of many things, uh, probably. Uh, you know, uh, which wasn't there like when uh, when right. Ali was there, yeah. So like you know, there's 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 a, there's a place like you know pros and cons for everything. But again, now we have the roadmap, and the only thing is, what I do believe is the pool of the players. We talk about the national team now. Eventually, we talk about the Indian football. Then eventually, the Indian football will be judged by how the the national team. Also performing on the on the on the on the international level, and who will be contributed, like all the stakeholders. We talk about the the league itself, the club, the performance, the club, the performance, the league, like the, the level of the coaches, how educated they are, or how informative they are, uh, the the sports science, everything. There's so many so many stakeholders we're talking about, like contributing for the national team eventually to do well. Uh, so now. Uh, we talk about like 10, 11 teams in the I-League, 10 teams in the ISL. So how many pools of players are we talking about now? Uh, I think it's like 300, 400 at the max. Yeah, how many not are? A lot. Not in, a lot. It's not a lot. Yeah, 300, 400. And, and how a many? lot of the minutes are going to foreigners. So, Yeah, a lot of minutes are going to the foreigners. And uh, how, many, how many of these, say, 300, the, the Indian players, uh, their qualities, like I'm talking the pool of quality players. So uh, the, the 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 youth systems I'm talking about, like you know, so we talk about the uh, the AIFF um, making it mandatory for all the illegal asset clubs to have youth teams. But of course, since again, like how many of those clubs are really serious about the youth uh, programs? How many are like actually doing that? So I'm talking about more on the reality on the ground, uh, ground check. Right. So I think, yeah. So what I do believe is we need, we need, we need not just a 300, we need thousands of good quality youngsters coming into the senior teams or the, or the I-League or even today since ISL is put off as, uh, as a top league. Uh, right. I-League, ISL. So I just wanted to see like how I don't know like you know see how even I keep thinking that uh, how how is it possible like for uh, for for this like you know the pool of players to increase like not just for the national team but for the clubs as well uh, and uh, and yeah some of the rules has to be changed over time and then maybe next maybe a couple of years time maybe about I agree with having, you yeah so that is that is one thing that I uh, I, I keep thinking about it as a, as a big football fan. Rules, sorry, you were saying something about the rules changing. Are you talking about the foreigners, it, number of foreigners? Yeah, no, I mean, the rules, yes, uh, like in every country, you have like three foreigners and even, even in I-League. Now this season, you have like five foreigners. Up. I have yeah. nothing against the foreigners, like, you know, but at some point, uh, like the Indian needs to step up, like, you know, to fill those places. So if someone, some, you know, one will come and argue saying that, okay, the Indians are good, not good enough to fill those places because eventually the pressure is on the coach because the coach wants to perform and, uh, you know, it all depends the results, you know. Of so course. How are we going to, 
how are we going to provide it's a tough question but uh yeah to, to your point we have less games already and then key minutes at key positions are going to foreigners somehow we need to create more games and get our players uh give more of our players the opportunity to compete uh, so yeah um it makes economic sense too it'll cost less money um hopefully people consider this who are in charge i hope so um yeah i hope so because uh like i said we have the roadmap now but uh, uh i think 10 teams you talk about like you know from the 2023 if i'm not wrong uh, that the i league winners will qualify directly to the isl hopefully in the next five to ten years again but 10 years yeah but more we have to start but i hope it starts not just a roadmap should not be only on the paper on the plan but we need like a strong 18 which is the dream for every probably for every indian football fan like to have a 20 teams league i don't know how how feasible or how practical it is in terms of traveling, in terms of the distance we're talking about. But eventually, until unless we have a 20 teams, a unified, whatever, 20 teams, like getting at least 36, 38 matches with the Cubs and everything, at least 40 to minimum 40 to 45 to 50 matches we don't play. Uh, I think uh, that is, I don't know when it's going to happen, but I hope the people that concern people like, you know, uh, listen to, you know, what our thoughts like? You sure. Know, well, maybe they can do a, a India is a continent. You know, it's a big place. You know, yeah. maybe they can develop a regional conference system like a lot of the bigger countries do, uh, particularly the United States. Uh, if they did that, yeah. they could lower the cost and increase the number of games, and increase mm. the number of teams. Uh, I don't know how, mm. what the red tape and bureaucracy aspect of that is, but that would seem to me to make the most sense. Um, yeah. Tell us about Kago Sports and Info. You founded an academy and, uh, you know, talk about it. Uh, yeah, this, the Cargo, like, you know, uh, is, I just founded this Cargo like two years back with one of my uh, good friend, Karan. Uh, so even the name Cargo itself comes from the first two initial letters, Karan and Gormangi, so the Cargo. So we just said, okay, we just start this. But the whole reason uh, what motivated us to start this was I have this, like I said, again, I don't know anything other than, you know, uh, other than football, uh, anything to do with football. Uh, so, first thing, like, you know, uh, we just started this small stuff, like, you know, for, like, from a commercial point of view, like, people just come and play, like, uh, pay and play, uh, like, as a recreation thing uh, right. for not the kids. So, that's how we started. Probably that will help us sustain the, the, at least the operation part of it. Uh, so, that's how we started. And but back in the mind, we were like very clear from the first day that can you help like few of the things as which I felt I missed it when I was growing up. I'm talking like when we go back, when we start this conversation about not having anyone to look up to, uh, to go to you know I just go up to seek for an advice about the contract, about at least someone not giving them the right uh, guidance. So whatever that experience that I had or even. If I don't know, I mean, at least today I have people and I just, just call them and it's just a phone call away to seek for a right advice uh, when it comes to the the tech, uh, the contracts, all these legal things. So, right. so many, so many, like you said, like you even mentioned that there are still a lot of people around uh, who just try to, you know, uh, not, 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 I mean, say, I don't know whether it's too strong to use the word cheat, 
but like, you know, they are not giving the full details or the information sure. to the boys, sure. like youngsters. Sure. So sure. can we can we avoid them? I'd say like you know, can we can we avoid from those people? Uh, so that is at least I want to make this cargo where the academy that I've started uh, with my partner where. At least the boys, when they come, they are, they are, they are more than happy. We're more than happy to at least, uh, you know, give, spend a little time on them and uh, tell them, at least help them uh, in terms of information, in terms of this is the right way to do it, this is the right way. So, uh, so that was one of the reasons. And other thing is, again, uh, uh, giving them the platform. Uh, like so many people don't know, like you know, there's, there's thousands or lakhs of academy maybe everywhere uh, in, in the country. So running an academy, it's, you know better. Like running the academy is not uh, not an easy task, but uh, like I'm working on a model where uh, you know at least to support those advanced uh, like players who I also or the my uh, coaching teams they believe that you know the boy got a little bit of technical ability and if he, you know all the technical understandings can we help him grow and uh, at least show him or her the right that okay you have reached 17 18 now from here you have to be on your own but we are right behind you whenever you need us and we can always, always guide you beautiful it, yeah um Mungi, let me ask you you had amazing longevity you first of all you made it you had longevity at the top you won why why have you been so successful as a as a player Oh, that's a tough question. I mean, you're asking me to talk about myself. It's always hard for me. I know. Uh, but, I know uh, your, you know, your humility stands I never out try. always. But you, yeah. for players who are out there who are, you know, looking at you, listening in right now, and they admire you and they want to achieve what you have. Yeah. What should they know? My, I think all they have to know is uh, to understand, to reflect on themselves first. Keep asking questions. Like they said, that answering, finding a question is much easier at times than looking for a question. Right. So if you, sometimes if I say to, you know, like you said about any boys who's listening to our conversation today, uh, ask questions, but what question do I have to ask? So that's yeah. the big thing. So now they have to look around, figuring out themselves that what do they got? like the technical abilities to talk about or technical understanding, probably they don't even know about what is tactical and what is technical, you know, so they need to keep asking questions to themselves. And back to what is my just piece of advice to them is as soon as you can, if you can find out and you realize that what's your strength and what's your weaknesses. So your game, if you are, you want to play at the school level, whatever level it is, I league, whatever it is, you need to know your strength and your game has to, your, the, the sort of game that you want to play, which the people want to know or, you know, for yourself, you need to base your game on your strength. Yes. So if I see, I, you have to realize that. So your strength has to be, it has to be some surprise element. Like, you know, uh, say we say, let's take an example, like, you know, example of a player who is very quick and who is who got this burst, uh, who is a very quick, but he need to know that, like, you know, that burst of, like, you know, a few seconds uh, that he, he can be ahead of the race. That is his strength now. 
So if his game has to base on that, but if he start playing something else, some other, you know, some other game, then I think I do believe that it won't work for him. And yeah, I've seen some of the players. Yeah. It's not themselves. So now the, coming back to the question is like, so now how you want to use your strength as your surprise element, or you want to use uh, the, your strength as your tool. So I think there's a difference between like, you know, that the surprise right. element and the tools. Yeah. Right. So if you, if you make your strength as your tool, then there's no, there's no, there's no surprise there. So that means like there's when the right time comes, the right place, whether you are defending or just attacking that, 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 that last moment you have to make the decision with that surprise element won't be there. Whether you want to score a goal, sure. or you want to defend. So, my only thing is just keep it simple. Like, you know, no, I don't think so. Any coach in today, like, you know, who is smart, like, you know, I don't think so. He will ask you to do something that which you don't have in you or within you. Yes. So you just play to what you see and uh, just try to just to keep as simple as possible. Just try to, um, yeah, just try to. And, I, uh, I think that is the only, yeah. You know, playing to your strengths, really important. Yeah. Is there anything you see today that you think is ill-advised from young players, whether it's how they play, mentality, approach? Uh, you mean uh, how? You mean how I? Uh, I mean how I see them, like the way how they is. Yeah, there's some some things you, that you're seeing with young players today that you think you'd rather change. They shouldn't, you know, if their, their approach may not be what you like. Yeah. Is there any kind of trend that uh, you've seen? Uh, but, but I, I, I don't know about like, you know, this is again a good question. Now this, even yesterday only, we just having this conversation yeah. with, uh, with a friend of mine where uh, senior players were in their late twenties, uh, had the, had the, had the experience of playing uh, for the last 10 years, uh, you know, to deal with them might be a different thing, but someone in the early 20s just trying to establish themselves uh, to be among the, among right. the elite players. Uh, yes, sometimes with all the information around, like, you know, it's just uh, one theft away, like, you know, because of the phone, internet and everything is all around. But it's just that uh, too many informations, but too many information at times can, can confuse you. Yes. Like, because you are watching or listening the podcasts or the videos and everything, but you can do that as a football fan. You can admire that. You can, you can just enjoy that. But now you want to take up this game as your job right. or, you know, something you love to do and try to make a career out of it. Then I think that's a, you need to dig deeper now. Uh, you can't just, you need to, you need to keep digging and understand like, you know, so sometimes the approach at times can be, they just believe that uh, they just started playing maybe like 20, 30 games and they just think that maybe, uh, you know, I've done, you know, I've done enough and I can behave differently, but... Lose the discipline. You're be yeah, just lose the discipline on and off the pitch. Uh, you think that you just, things going to just fall in place, uh, you know, because you have... But I, I keep saying to all the youngsters, like, you know, you are as good as your last game. This is what one of the coaches when I was, when I was young. So it's, great. it's a great one what, too. Yeah. yeah. So whatever you have done, 
it's a history. It's good to talk or, you know, for some people to write about <laughs> it. I mean, so, I mean, you're as good as your last training session, like, you know, so based on that, like, you know, we're going to decide that whether you're going to play the next week or not. Yeah. So, so I think this sort of mentality at times, some young boys doesn't come with that. They believe that, uh, I don't know. Again, like I said in football, again the famous saying about Savio Sir, you know, in the in the in the course, he always said that like something right and wrong, and I completely agree with that. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's how I think, but the boys need to understand that uh, if you think that you're going to stand, going to take it easy on the ground on the training, and you're going to play a very good game uh, on the on the weekend, then uh, then then which never happened to me, so I don't think so. It's going to work at least. To most of the most of the players, so you have to prove yourself that you deserve the place uh, to play on the weekend. Uh, that starts like in the training sessions, and that starts like before you enter the training ground. That starts like you're looking after your nutrition, looking after your rest period, uh, how mentally you're prepared to to work, like you know, in the training pitch. Uh, so, like I think you just need to love it because you love this game. You let's. And that's probably the reason why you choose just to play football and try to make a career of it. So I'm talking on the on the at least on the on the decent level. I'm not talking about schools, but of course. Um, and what a great yeah. message it is. And it's it's funny how sometimes it's so simple but hard to hard to practice. And uh, you know, you're you're definitely one who walked his talk and uh, are a great example for for players everywhere. Um, one more thing that, you know, I know you're passionate about and um, I'm always thankful to football because it completely opened the gateway to the Northeastern states of India. Yeah. Uh, most importantly, so many friends across that region now who've uh, impacted my life. Talk to me, talk to us about Manipur. You know, you're, you're very proud of your home state. Tell us about some of the things you'd like our audience to know about Manipur and Manipuris. Anything. <laughs> it's an amazing place. And I want everyone to go there at some point in their yep. life. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not that far. Yeah, one, hour, one hour flight from Calcutta, you're in Imphal. It's a, you know. a one-hour flight from Kolkata. There's a number of flights. There's a direct flight from Delhi every day. So it's not very far. Like, you know, what people would like to believe or think. So... It's a great place and uh, it's surrounded by the mountains and the valley that we live. Uh, like, you know, it's, uh, yep. it's an amazing place. Uh, yes, it's not, if you come there expecting that it's going to be like Bangalore and Delhi with all the, well, the huge structures in Mumbai, uh, it's not going to, you're not going to get there. Yes, it's becoming a little bit of traffic because of the small roads. Maybe city wasn't planned for the, to, to host that many people slowly is growing. But uh, yeah, the weather is decent. Uh, yeah, summer is getting hot everywhere because of the global warming. Maybe I'm just putting the blame on the global warming now. Uh, <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, people love to, uh, you know, people, are, I mean, you know, it's, it's just nice uh, because I come from that. I don't think there's any reason for me to say not, not, some, uh, not good about the place uh, because I've, uh, I've born and brought up there uh, but today I live I, I, I hop around different cities today but still I call home uh, Manipur uh, 
you know, my home. And uh, yeah, people love the sports, not just football, but uh, I'm pretty sure a lot of people uh, are aware Manipur or oh, it's because of the sports, because of the boxing, Maricom, or not just Maricom, so many, like, you know, the football, the, the archery. Oh. Right. Tell us about and, the food. Yeah, so many other things like that. Hello. Yeah, you there? Can you hear me? Yes. Hello. Mong, he, okay. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. The. Yeah. Can, this is I can hear you. I was asking you about. So the what food. are you saying? I was asking you about the food in Manipur. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, the food is uh, the food you get to like, when I say you, you. Of course, if you you will um, you get you, you get the North Indian food, you get the South Indian food. Like, but the authentic, typical, traditional Manipuri foods are. more or less always rely on uh, and uh, the vegetables are less masalas right. uh, maybe a little bit of spicy at times um, um, but uh, yeah we love eating all the boiled stuff so I all kind of food that I get at home so it's a little bit different it's more like a Asian foods uh, yeah so, a new, so it'll definitely be a new experience Hopefully it will be a new experience. You soon be coming to Manipur and uh, looking for uh, looking for a North Indian food. Then I think rather you eat in Delhi. So if you go to Manipur, then I think you should look for some traditional, absolutely traditional, typical like Manipur those. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mongi, thank you for joining us. It's been fantastic. I really enjoyed uh, talking to you. I hope you enjoyed it. And uh, I hope I you'll enjoyed come it. on yeah, again. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I mean, yeah, would love to. Whenever you think that I still, you know, deserve to be on this show. Then, right? <laughs> thank you so much, Mungi. I wish you, I wish you guys yeah. all the best for the second division. And I'm looking forward to talking to you again. Much, much gratitude. And have a great rest of the week. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you all. Thank you so much. And uh, you too. Have a, have a great year ahead. And I hope you're enjoying your newly found positions in the family as a father thank and, you uh, yeah all the thank best you. your family and, thank you so uh, we'll much see you around. thank yeah. you so much god bless okay. bye thank you bye bye